Good evening, everybody. I'm very sorry. I know I'm really late today. I um, had a very busy day today, but I still wanted to get this word in, this Bible reading in today. So today we're going to be reading 1 Corinthians chapter 1, um, starting at the top, obviously, and going all the way to the bottom. Um, before I go into it, I want to kind of make a quick point of what these Bible readings are supposed to be. It's supposed to invite Jesus Christ into our day and... Well, now I guess tonight it's going to be night, but, you know, it's still into our day. In some places, it's still daytime. Um, I'm on Easter Standard Time, so it's nighttime for me. But, so I'm not giving, when I do these Bible reads, I'm not giving a full preaching. Because all, all these first, all these scriptures can take hours of preaching. I'm just giving you, like, the real big uh, um, items that really stood up to me personally. So... Where I may not cover everything in that chapter in your city, you think, well, why didn't you talk about verse 21? Well, because it's it's not exactly what I had in plan to talk about today. You know, as we go further in the podcast, you know, once a week I do do those big um, sessions, so those big episodes. And that's where I really dig into what, what the word is and what the topic I chose for that week to be. For this week, it's going to be temptation. Um, I believe I'm going to do that podcast uh, Sunday. I have a lot of things to do on Friday, tomorrow. Uh, so Sunday, I should be able to get that podcast in. Um, if not, it'll probably be tomorrow. Um, I will let you guys know in tomorrow's Bible reading when the time of that podcast is going to be. So stay tuned tomorrow morning. The podcast, you can expect it to be done around, I would say, hopefully 1130 a.m., um, but it should be sometime in the morning. So let's get right into it. Go right to the top. Again, we're going to 1 Corinthians chapter 1. And let's begin. Paul, called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ, through the will of God, and Sosthenes, our brother, unto the church of God, which is at Corinth, to them that are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints, with all then every place call upon the name of Christ Jesus, our Lord both theirs and ours. Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God always on your behalf for the grace of God which is given you by Jesus Christ. Then everything ye are enriched by him in all utterance and in all knowledge, even as the testimony of Christ was confirmed in you, so that ye, be, ye come behind in no gift, waiting for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who shall confirm you unto the end? And ye may be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful, by whom ye, are, ye were called unto the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. For it had been declared unto me of you, my brethren, by them which are of the house of Chloe, that there are contentions among you. Now this I say, that every one of you saith, I am of Paul, and I of Apollos, and I of Cephas, and I of Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Or ye baptized in the name of Paul? I thank God 
I baptize none of you, but Cripus and Gaius, lest any should say that I have baptized in my own name. And I baptize also the household of Stephanus. Besides, I know not whether I baptize any other. For Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not the wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of the, this world? Hath not God made foolishness the wisdom of this world? For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. For the Jews require a sign, and the Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified. Unto the Jews a stumbling block, and unto the Greeks foolishness. But unto them which are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. For ye see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble, are called. But God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, and God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty, and base things of the world, and things which are despised, hath God chosen, yeah, and things which are not, to bring to not things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, that according as it is written, he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. That was a lot. That was a lot right there. And there's a lot of stuff I could talk about. Again, this is one of the chapters where I could talk on for like an hour. I don't, but I don't have hours, you know, so. But I'm just going to touch on base, uh, a, lot, a few stuff here. It's a lot of important stuff. But this is one of a well-written, this is written by Paul. And he writes a few things, Corinthians. He also writes Galatians. And he comes out and he gets straight to business. He doesn't waste time. And you'll see that in a lot of his books, in a lot of his uh, books, that he doesn't waste time delivering messages. Um, he is used by God to deliver a message. If, that, if anybody needs to know who Paul is, Paul was used to deliver message from the Lord himself directly. And he will say, and you'll see in future chat books that he's not, he's not getting this word from somebody else, from somebody, from somebody else, from God. He's getting this word directly from God to pass on to the people. So let's dig right into this. And the one thing I want to point out is up until from verse one to three, that's kind of like a, Kind of like a briefing what's happening. is telling us who Paul is and what he's doing. He really starts talking at uh, verse 4. And let's get let's look how he says this. He says, the first words he says in verse 4 is, I thank my God always. 
No, and a lot all of us books, he always just like our prayers, he always starts with a thanksgiving. He always starts with thanking God and thanking him for for being our God and for his grace and for his mercy and for his love. And that's what we should do too. Whenever we start our prayers, whenever we go into a prayer, we shouldn't just go straight into, hey, I want this, this, and this. Dear Lord Jesus Christ, I thank you for everything you've done for me, for touching my life, for giving me mercy and your grace, for sacrificing your only son for me and my fellow brothers, you know, us brothers, us Christians, brothers in Christ. So that's one important thing. You'll see that throughout his books. And it's important that we do the same. You know, he's showing us what God wants from us is to give him thanks. And that's acknowledging and kind of giving thanks is also kind of showing your faith is you're showing him that you believe in everything he's done and everything he does. You're, you're showing him that you have faith in his works. So let's go down a little bit further. I wanted to touch on verse 10. Uh, it says, now I beseech you, brethren, and it's going to go all the way and says um, that ye speak the same thing. And that there are no divisions among you, and ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and the same judgment. So, where, when, let's go up a little bit. Where, where does that? Where does that word there that kind of stands out? And it says it's divisions, divisions among you. Now, when you think of Christianity, what pops out as division? If you're thinking Catholics, uh, Protestants, Lutherans, you know, Pentecostals. You are absolutely correct. That's where the division is. That's the division. You have a lot of people who follow Jesus Christ, but divide themselves from other people who also follow Jesus Christ. And that is important. He's saying he doesn't want this. He's he's saying, I don't understand. He's like, I don't understand. Why are you dividing yourselves? Why are you dividing yourselves when we need to be coming together we should have be joined together in the same mind, in the same judgment. Speak the same thing. And what is that thing? That's the Bible. That's the word. That's the same thing. Because you have different religions. You have different religions. But there's only one Bible. Okay, yeah, you have your different versions. But what are the versions of the word Bible? You know, the original Bible is actually written in Hebrew. And that's not, there's no different versions. These are just different translations. Um, we can get a little into that into another uh, another episode if you guys need help understanding uh, what the different versions are. But I could do a small little episode there. But he's saying we need to speak the same word. We need to be of the same mind and the same judgment. And not our own judgment, not our own minds, but for our Lord Jesus Christ. By the name of the Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ. And that is something that's extremely serious. We need to come together and unite. Because a house divided is broken. You'll see that Jesus actually says in in Matthew. um, That you'll never see the devil or evil divided. It's always the good that's divided. And that's why the good crumbles. And we, that's why the revelations come in, because we're, we're crumbling. That's why Noah's Ark came, because they crumbled. Let's go down a little further now to verse 17. It said, For Christ 
sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with the wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of no effort. Not an effort. Not an effect, excuse me. Now, what is what is he saying there? He's saying that he, so Jesus had not chosen for baptizing, but chosen for preaching. That is telling us that Jesus has his specific jobs for each of us. That we're not here to make up our own jobs. We're not here to go, I want to be a priest. No, what did Jesus send you to be? Did he send you to be a priest? Did he send you to baptize? Did he send you to, to evangelize, bringing people to Christ, preaching the gospel? What What is my intention? Maybe, maybe I'm just supposed to be the best me. So when, when we listen to this, especially like Jesus has a plan and that's his plan. And Paul is saying, I'm not going to break that plan. I'm not, I'm not planning. I'm not here to baptize. So why am I baptizing? And going up a little further, people say, you know, is um, up to 12 is saying everyone saith, I am of Paul. Or I am of Paulos. But it's, it's and it, and it makes a good point. Is Christ divided? Did Christ say, I am I am Christ of whatever? No. He's one. We're all one. And honestly, we Jesus Christ for a long time never he I, I don't believe in the Bible anywhere he calls himself the Christ. It's Christ is the title we gave him. And calling him the king of our kingdom, that was something we gave him. And that's that's where faith comes in. So Christ himself did even identify as a Christian. And, and I mean, I'm only making a point as like, you know, we're adding stuff by calling ourselves different uh, backgrounds and ethics and being so, so focused on that religion that we're shutting out other Christian, Christian, um, what is it? Backgrounds, I guess, like, you know, Lutherans, um, Mind, the words escaping me for some reason. So we need just to get back on one. Because he says, he says, is Christ divided? He says, is, is Christ? No. Christ isn't divided. And he's like, thank God I haven't been sent to baptize. Because I haven't been. Christ has not sent me to baptize. He sent me to preach. He gave me a job and I'm doing it. And let's go down a little further. And it says, we, it says, uh, 22 to 23 says for Jews require a sign and the Greeks seek after wisdom but we preach Christ crucified unto the Jews of stumbling blocks and the grace of foolishness so he's saying this like so Jews they require a sign and we saw that from the Pharisees we saw that from other Jews that they wanted evidence well do it right here if you, if you can do it do it right here you know what I'm saying they required a sign you know and that, and you saw Jesus because like, Jesus just didn't do it. Jesus just wouldn't do it because it's not about what you see. Jesus actually says when he comes back, he says, blessed is, blessed is one who believes without seeing. And Greeks seek after wisdom. You know, so what he's telling us here is like we seek, we don't seek wisdom. We don't seek signs. We just seek Christ. And by seeking Christ, we are given the wisdom that we need. We're given the job of our purpose that we need. You know, a lot of people live their lives worried about what 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 what's the meaning of life? Why why am I alive? Well, that will be made apparent to you when your time comes. 
When the time is made for you to know, God will let you know. But for now, you need to stand put and stick with the Bible. And that's really, you know, I'm going to be doing a chapter on that. You know, the kind of God's plan with, like, you know, our life and how to, you know, battle with different types of confusion in life and how we can use the Bible to break up that confusion and get that wisdom. And one one last thing I won't go down is this, but uh, to 30, uh, verse 30. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who God has made us unto wisdom and righteousness and sanctification. And right above that, on verse 29, it says the flesh should, that no flesh should glory in his presence. So it's not our bodies, it's not us persons that bring glory to God. What brings glory to God is those who are of Jesus Christ. And when you are of Jesus Christ, God will give you that wisdom, give you that righteousness, that redemption, that sanctification. He gives you what you seek. He gives you what you need. You just have to have your faith in all of your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Because if you don't have the full tr uh, trust or the full faith, you're going to break. You're going to crumble. And it's important, it's extremely important that we stick together and unite. Because times are very serious now. And if we don't be serious about it now, then it can be too late. It can become to the point where it's too late. So again, it's very important to think about this. You know, tomorrow we're going to be doing your Bible reading again, do different Bible reading. But tonight, let's go home and just thank God that He gave us what we need. That He's going to give us exactly what we need in life, and that we don't have to struggle this life alone. And that we can live our life knowing that the Lord has got us and He takes all our stress from us. That no matter what, the Lord has our backs, even when we fall. Just like Peter fell into the water, Jesus had His hand out, and we got we. We got to reach up and grab Jesus' hand. Because when we try to do it ourselves, we'll drown in that water. So that was our today's Bible reading. Um, I really want to thank you all so much for listening and for coming, stay, coming back to this podcast and staying tuned. And for all my followers, a big hug and love for all us Christians. My name is Travis. This is Christians United Ministry. God be with you.